0: Hello and welcome to Horror Court Trash River, the show that discusses all the masterpieces and trash pieces of genre cinema. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And we are into Valentine's Month. Well, Valentine's Day, but you know. We overdo things here at Horror Court Trash what we do. And we're bringing you two Valentine's special episodes. How romantic. Starting this week <laughs> with a bit of romance gone wrong. A bit of seedy romance gone wrong. Uh, <laughs>
1: That Valentine's is here. It? This first.
0: it's not the that first romantic. act. The first act is, um, I mean, everybody fancies the lead character. Yes. Yeah. A bit of I don't know. Either it, way. It, yeah.
1: It. It's um a sexual encounter gone wrong. I suppose. This so. is one of
0: those one of those films that is a perfect fit for our podcast. We are discussing the twenty fifteen, Trash the piece, the boy next door. <sighs> Yes, who does it star Gary. Starring the Queen herself, Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez.
1: <laughs> so directed by... Not as the boy next door.
0: No, no. Um, directed by Rob Cohen, who directed Scandalous, Dragon, The Bruce Lee Story, Dragon Heart, Daylight, The Fast and the Furious, Triple X, Stealth, The Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, and The Hurricane Heist. He was also producer on The Whiz. Hey. No, there we go. You'll find out why that's funny later on. The Witches of Eastwick. <laughs> he described this so he described his own film as the Black Wizard of Oz. Oh my god! <laughs> that's what the Wiz is. But he described it as that in the film himself. He actually mentioned his own film in the film. Yeah. Okay. The Witches of Eastwick, uh, The Legend of Billy Jean, The Monster Squad, The Running Man and The Serpent and the Rainbow. So he's well got his name. Established. Well established yeah. by 2015. Yeah, he's just got his name on a lot of films. Um, this is a Blumhouse original, so as we explained on our Blumhouse episodes, uh, any original going through Blumhouse is on a budget of under $5 million. This was on a budget of $4 million, and it grossed just over $52 million worldwide. They were. I think they were very fortunate to get Jennifer Lopez. I think they were very fortunate to release this the same year, if I'm correct, as Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Because this yes. was the year where all these wanna be nineties steamy thrillers were coming back, um, and this this is no exception. That, for, for
1: for a film of four million budget, they were very fortunate to get a name. Especially name as big as Jennifer Lopez. Let us be honest. There's
0: some stuff in the trivia explains yeah, this. But
1: let Let's be honest. Jennifer Lopez isn't world renowned as the greatest actress. No. Um, but she's got a huge following.
0: No, up until Hustlers, I don't think there's really any film she's been in where people are like, oh wow, Jennifer Lopez is an amazing actress. And then she came along, and that's why Hustlers was such a big surprise because she provided an Oscar worthy performance, and it was amazing.
1: Yeah, I I think Jennifer Lopez is one of those that started off really well as an actress, and then did she? Yeah, out of sight, the George the film with George Clooney. Oh, okay. Uh, Steven Soderbergh, I think it's Steven Soderbergh, um, but that she was quite, you know, uh, well received for that role, mm-hmm. uh, and she played Selena in a TV movie that was really well received as well, mm-hmm. and that was right at the very beginning. So you're looking at ninety to 98 um, and then she became a big star and with big star people give you lots of money to star in shite
0: <laughs> yeah and obviously that you know her music career is what she's most well known for I, th- I would say so I would say so I mean I'm saying that like anyone listening to this gay podcast isn't going to know who fucking Jennifer Lopez is yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so getting into the trivia, because there is a lot to say on this one. Uh, Jennifer Lopez admitted the sex scenes with Ryan Guzman were really awkward to, f- to film. And uh, Ryan Guzman admits being plagued by nerves when shooting the intimate scenes with Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it gets gets pretty steamy. <laughs> it, it, when we say it gets pretty steamy, it, for a it, big budget Universal film, yeah, by Blumhouse, it
1: gets steamy enough. To not want to watch it with your parents in the room. Yeah. To get a gasp out of you. A few get... gasps. Well, I think it's the fact that it was Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> yeah. If this was, the was the anyone gasp. else. If, if it was yeah. anyone <laughs> else. would be like, move your hands. Move your hands. <laughs> what are you hiding that for? Show me, show me what you got.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um... And going back to what you said about the budget, Jennifer Lopez provided clothes from her own wardrobe for a character as a means of keeping the budget down. Yeah. So
1: that means <laughs> she owned that hideous <laughs> skirt
0: she wore. It means she owned that Valma outfit from the third act. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this features Ryan Guzman's first nude scenes. Yeah, do you know what? There's a bit for right, everyone here. That trivia. Huh? I I well, it's all D B, isn't it? Um, you see the the facts that I take out and facts that don't make the the episode. Um, I think I think literally one of them was like fucking a character ate like a sandwich on set or something. It's it's fucking ridiculous.
1: Some of them are literally like so and so starred in Gremlins <laughs> too. <laughs> so and so in this film eats after midnight. There's your connection. <laughs> I mean,
0: what? Yeah, so Ryan Guzman does get his ass out and and maybe if you pause it in the right mode, maybe you get a second of his dick. Like he is fully nude. In at least twice.
1: Dunno. You watched this before me. This was the first time I'd watched this.
0: Like how what slow mode did you did I I you I didn't watch watching in slow mode, but I'm sure if anyone else there uh, wants features. <laughs> if anyone out there wants to check this out for us, please let us know. Um she didn't... Jennifer Lopez didn't use a body double for her sex scenes. She didn't. Which is why we don't get really any goods.
1: <laughs> Well-placed hands and limbs yeah. and such.
0: Kristen Chenoweth's in this. She is. And one of the facts was she's exactly one year older than Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> That's
1: nice to know. I'm assuming It's, 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 it's shocking. They I mean, share
0: a birthday. They, they do, but it's, it's shocking. I mean... Look at Jennifer Lopez at 44 years of age when this was released. And look at Christine... Do generous. you want to slap? <laughs> she did not look terrible. They but look the same age. Uh, okay. okay. 28. We'll go with that. It's that like saying Ryan Guzman looked 19. Oh. The script he included... older than
1: Jennifer Lopez.
0: The script included an explicit sex scene between Jennifer Lopez and John Corbett, which is not in the finished film. John Corbett, I assume, being Garrett. Her yes. Well, you know where he's from. What? Sex in the City. Ain't Is it? Him? Is that him? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realise. Uh, director Rob Cohen, who had previously only made very expensive Hollywood blockbusters, was approached by producer Jason Blum, who had made a name for himself by producing high quality films on a very modest budget, going as our Blumhouse episode. Blum offered <laughs> him the director's <laughs> position. <laughs> Who had
1: made his name, not quite synonymous with that now.
0: <laughs> Blum offered him the director's position uh, for the Boy Next Door on a four point two million budget, promising co head a percentage of prospective uh, profits. Despite a critical dubbing, drubbing, not dubbing, drubbing from critics, the movie still made over fifty million dollars at the box office, earning Cohen between one point five and two million dollars for a mere twenty four days of shooting. Yeah. This wasn't rushed, was it? Twenty four days. Oh, this should This surely took longer.
1: It probably took twenty four minutes to write. <laughs> I
0: mean, In, I mean, it's
1: I mean, it, it's not it's not necessarily a badly filmed or produced. Oh, it's film. so the
0: filmmaker is so bland. It's it's very you know this is an action director. Yeah, making it's this. bland, but it's not shit. No. It, it's not.
1: You you know you just can't say anything about it. Yeah. Um. It's, for me, what falls is the plot and the script.
0: In California, as of the 2013 filming date, it was not illegal for a teacher to have sexual relations with a student that was over 18. A bill to make such activity a felony had been filed in 2012. It failed to pass, so it was never signed into law. It's never mentioned in this film, though, is it? It's not, no. I mean, it's it's very much, we get a line about how, yes, the guy's a psychopath, but Jennifer Lopez is going to come off worse out of the situation if it's found out um, the idea is that if it, if it
1: I think it was, if it were found out it's not illegal but she would lose her job mm. over it but she wouldn't go to jail for it
0: uh, Jennifer Lopez is 18 years older than Ryan Guzman whilst John Colbert is 8 years older than Lopez as of the fall 2013 filming date uh, the film was obviously released over a year later in January 2015 it was a January horror film Guzman was a 26-year-old playing a 19-year-old high school senior, whilst Lopez was a 44-year-old playing a character approximately the same age. And she could have played younger. She could have played younger, actually.
1: Yeah, in fairness, the sex scenes between them don't actually look that uncomfortable. If if you just saw them, if this was like if they were for like a perfume advert, mm. and it was just Jennifer Lopez with who appears to be a slightly younger guy, because yeah. they don't look that far apart in no, age. No. We sat there and we know, and we know the plot of the story is the fact that he's nineteen and she's around the age of forty four. Mm. Um. So it's it's uncomfortable, but if it was completely out of context, it was one of her music videos. Yeah. You'd be like, you know. It wouldn't look that wrong, no. Because Jennifer Lopez is a beautiful woman who hasn't aged in twenty years. Yeah, she true. really hasn't, you know. And obviously, we're we're a pair of gay guys, so um, we, we stand a lot of these uh, women. But seriously, ask anyone; she hasn't aged. Yeah,
0: she hasn't aged since then either. No, no. Um. The movie's low like budget originally did not allow the traffic accident near the end to be filmed, so only the aftermath would be seen. Director Rob Cohen thought it was vital to show the entire accident, so he called in some favors of people he worked with on *Fast and the Furious*, who gave him a discount so he could shoot the scene. However, this caused him to run out of budget for the film's climax. After testing after the test screening of a rough cut, Cohen felt that Claire should stab Noah in the eye at the end—really essential scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, Jason Blum, um, whose low budget rules state that someone should stick to the intended budget, refused to pay for the reshoots. So Cohen went directly to Universal and asked for an additional $300,000. He spent the money on reshooting the love scene and the climax, including the fake head for Ryan Guzman, which reportedly cost $24,000 to make. Was it worth it? Um, for the
1: eye scene, yes. Um, for <laughs> the car accident, absolutely not. Completely <laughs> unnecessary. Absolutely, completely unnecessary. It doesn't even. The part. It doesn't look like that good of a fucking
0: car accident. which is a big explosion.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. It. It's just.
0: It was completely pointless, and and you'll find out why. <laughs> the UK release of this film was cut by two seconds to garner a fifteen certificate. The edited scene, which includes Claire gouging out Noah's eye, was reinstated for the Blu-ray and DVD release and Netflix as well, which we watched this on and which you can watch this on if you want to put yourself through it. Yes. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez was nominated for Worst Actress at the Razzies but was beaten by Dakota Johnson in Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, was she that bad? I mean, this. Uh, she's probably the best of a bad bunch in this film.
1: Yeah, yeah I actually think she was... The uh, her acting was the best. Act her for and Kristen
0: uh, Channel, yeah. They're, yeah.
1: Chris, Kristen Channel with Dan didn't have much to no. do. No, but um, you know she Kristen had a lot of the comedic, yeah, elements of it. So, and she's good at that. So
0: every other member of cast really should have been nominated.
1: Oh my god! So I wouldn't. <laughs> um, I think sometimes the Razzies jump on a bandwagon, mm. and they tend to go for maybe not what's
0: worse, but what's what would garner them maybe a little more attention? Yeah, I think it's it's like we said with Paris Hilton and House of Wax. They choose the biggest name, um, someone that they assume people wouldn't really be proud of liking. Yeah, um, yeah. Nominate them.
1: I mean, you look at, you know, when The Room came out, The Room mm. should have swept the Razzies. Yeah. But as far as I know, it was never even nominated. Was it not? Well, no, I don't think so. Because what would garner more attention is to give Madonna the worst yeah. actress Razzie for a 20th time.
0: Yeah. Um, and now, all I have left in trivia is a note saying, Chris's Iliad fact.
1: Oh, okay. So, in the film, uh, Jennifer Lopez is gifted a copy of the Iliad, which is a classical text. Um, she When she receives it, She says, oh, it's a first edition. This is way too much. I can't believe you've done this. So I sat there and I was like, Gary, pause, because this ain't making sense in my head. The Iliad by Homer, not Homer Simpson, Homer, the uh, (laughs) philosopher and writer and poet and whatnot. um, He wrote the Iliad 3,000 years ago. So I was like, okay, I gotta look into this. I gotta look into this because someone must have noticed. And there's the Los Angeles Times have done a um, article on it, and it says the true story of J Lo's first edition Iliad in the Boy Next Door. So kind of a little bit of attention, actually, <laughs> the Los Angeles Times. It's one of our oldest written works. The Iliad by Homer was part of a three thousand year old oral tradition. First written down around the 10th century in Greek. So the idea of a first edition of the Iliad showing up in English and an American yard sale is just plain silly. <laughs> so then it goes on, and they they, they really took this way maybe a little too far. They contacted the director, they contacted the prop master. <laughs> so the prop master said, yes, it is actually an edition. <laughs> it's a it is a first edition. But it's a first edition of a certain translation of home, the, Homer's The Iliad. So technically, it is. But fucking stupid. Like, really? <laughs> oh, you know, you can't have her say this is the first edition of Homer's The Iliad because that book does not look three thousand years old, <laughs> Medea. Uh, but apparently there was a surge of people searching for first editions <laughs> of the Iliad after the film came out. Because I, I'm, I'm sort of like, well, why would there be a surge? Why, but the film made money. The film made did, a lot of yeah, money. It did. So a lot of people watched this and thought, do you know what? I want the same copies of the Iliad as Jennifer Lopez had. <laughs>
0: Uh, so before we move on to the film plot, uh, I think it's also worth mentioning that, uh, of course, February is also uh, Women in Horror Month. And we will be doing two episodes dedicated to Women in Horror Month. Um, but this film is written by a woman, which is really strange. Considering this film it doesn't seem to be the biggest fan of women. <laughs>
1: it's got a strange relationship with women it it's a film about a woman you know and i feel like the moral compass of the film uh is a little shaky um and then when we get to the end and the ending that we get and i ain't gonna spoil it, i'll wait till <laughs> the end um uh, but the ending that we get i was i was, i gasped i was like is that how they're ending this film is this <laughs> And it feels like it's pushing a moral that I don't necessarily agree with and yeah. that's maybe a little insulting to women. Um, but, yeah, it, it's a strange one. To be written by a woman but to represent
0: women like this is is weird. It's It's a weird one. So getting into it, a woman separated from her unfaithful husband... Falls for a younger man who has moved in next door, but their torrid affair soon takes a dangerous turn. And again, <sighs> 2015, not the 90s.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I feel like that's not true. No, torrid not. affair makes it seem like... <laughs> well, first of all, torrid affair makes it seem like they, they have relations more than just the yeah. once. Um, it happens just the once in the film. And it may make, also makes it sound like she doesn't regret it straight away. Mm. Um, which she does. Yeah. Straight away. Um, I think that what they're trying to do is reverse gender for fatal attraction. I
0: think so. Cause in the nineties, you'd either get over, a uh, woman and woman, single white female. Mm. Uh, and then obviously the eighties, had fatal attraction, uh, yeah, it, is, it was always the case that it would be a woman either stalking another woman or a woman stalking a man. Yeah. Uh, here we have a 19-year-old stalking a 44-year-old Jennifer Lopez.
1: Yeah.
0: So, we start with Claire going for a run whilst having a flashback of her husband, Garrett's terrible acting. Where he says, I want to come home, Claire. Please let me come home. And she says, just get out, you piece of shit. <laughs> Um, we had to pause this three times within the first (laughs) two minutes
1: cracking me up
0: (laughs) it doesn't try and ease you into thinking it's a good film let's put it that way immediately we get to see the terrible acting and as soon as that's over we get to see one of the worst fucking actors of all time whoever the fuck plays Kevin Uh, her son as he says to her don't tell me dad's not coming home don't tell me that yeah and
1: storms off yeah I, I just, throughout the whole film... Um, He's the real villain here. Yeah, he is. Um, but oh, I forget his name. Uh, John John Corbett. Oh, uh, Garrett. Garrett. So John, John Corbett, um, his acting in this film is <laughs> stilted. It's so weird. You know, Sex and the City isn't Shakespeare at the Globe Theatre. Um, so I wasn't, I'm not expecting too much from him. But he was decent in Sex in the City. Um, and this first line delivery, oh my God. And then the sun as well. I was like, Jesus, what are we in for here? I mean, if they were too close to the fireplace, they'd catch on fire. It was so wooden. Like, jeez yeah,
0: the Yeah, the sun is fucking ridiculous. He's the worst.
1: He's worst. He, <laughs> he actually, he managed... I think John Corbett actually manages to do all right by the end because he didn't have to say very much <laughs> or really have to do much. The kid talked, but the, the kid, girl. the kid. Oh my God! I'm sorry if you're
0: listening. I do apologize, but Jesus Christ. Um, Vicky, uh, played by Chris and Chenoweth, and Claire, who I'm sure did I mention it was Jennifer Lopez. Whatever. You know, yeah, we know. It's um, having, they're having a chat, and Claire mentions she's having dinner with Garrett. And what's... (laughs) We had to put some tiles on. Apparently she says you pussy, but it sounds like Vicky says, you're pussy. It does sound like you're pussy. (laughs) She's only having dinner. (laughs) Um, Why did Vicky think that uh, Claire and Garrett were done?
1: What's Garrett
0: done wrong? Because
1: Garrett had an affair with his secretary. So apparently Claire's husband cheats... With his secretary at every um, every time he's at the home office. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he does for a living. He's it, going with computers. <laughs> um, and she calls it his San
0: Francisco. Uh, San- <laughs> oh my lord. <laughs> what? San- it brings a whole new meaning to the San Francisco, <laughs> San Francisco treat. <laughs> it's a San Francisco treat. <laughs> if any of him. <laughs> that was a San Francisco, Francisco tree. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. If any of our American listeners knows what a, what San, Francisco a San Francisco tree is, treat? please let us know. Can you Google it? I know it's San Francisco tree. We need to know what a San Francisco tree is. San Francisco treat. Uh, shortly after this was uh, Christmas finance information, she informs us that Garrett said his receptionist smelt like chocolate chip cookies. She's just quoting his email. Just quoting his email.
1: I would just like to add that Kristen Chandler's hair in this film is awful. It's such <laughs> a shame. She definitely
0: wants to speak to the manager. And she
1: definitely wants to speak to the manager but it's so unflattering. So I've got The San Francisco tree is a song <laughs> from a commercial. Oh. Um, Rice-a-roni. Rice-a-roni by adding a dry chicken soup mixed rice and macaroni. And that's your San Francisco treat. Okay. Um, it's rice, rice-roni. rice
0: If there's any other meanings, please let us know.
1: There's a the, uh, recipe to make it ourselves, so next week
0: I shall be making that. And Lovely. I'll let you all know how it goes. I hope it does not smell like chocolate chip cookies. Uh, Claire is absolutely fuming about Vicky bringing this up because it's burning her mind forever about the chocolate chip cookies. Uh, It's Kevin's birthday Spoiler Vicky brings it up All the time I've never heard a film Mention chocolate chip cookies As much as this Oh my god
1: It's not just Vicky though The film mentions it All the time (laughs) (laughs) Every day Everywhere you look There's a
0: fucking Chocolate chip cookie Somewhere Uh, It's Kevin's birthday Yes Garrett's bought him A computer And he says The exact Line for line Dialogue it's like a high-powered gaming tower with, like, an Arctic cooler. It, bitch, it is or it isn't. Yeah. What do you mean, like? And he does this like shit throughout. He's always, oh, but like, like, no, 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 not like. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Is it?
1: Whoever wrote this was like, oh, I, I know a teenager. I have a teenager or as a teenager in the family. <laughs> and they say like a lot. Don't you think that teenagers say like a lot? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, they do. Hmm... I should probably add that to this that'll work really well (laughs) on a film Um, yeah I think that's going to work really well
0: Uh, apparently Garrett made this computer himself so maybe he should have jumped in and said well no it it is yeah that's exactly what it is uh, Garrett offers for the three of them to go camping for Labor Day, whilst Claire cuts a really shitty-looking cheap birthday. Oh
1: cake. my God! So Kevin gets the cake that he deserves. Kevin's a piece of shit, so he does deserve this cake. But it's it is a large cake. It's a good size. Um, but it's not decorated in anything but like. Um, really messy icing. Really it, messy yeah. is it buttercream. They I, call it buttercream icing. I don't know. Icing.
0: But it, it looks like it's a first time cake.
1: It, yeah, but it, it does. And there's no candles. There's no um, icing on there to say happy birthday, Kevin, or anything like that.
0: He didn't serve it anyway. No, he didn't. Well,
1: I hope serve it tastes good. Well, I mean, I'd like
0: something nice to look at. Um. <laughs> So, Garrett has a business trip coming up. Where, where's this business trip, <laughs> if you can say it? San
1: Francisco. Yay, there we Yay, go. redemption.
0: Claire suggests that they uh, just keep the camping trip a guy trip in that case. Uh, Kevin doesn't really care anyway, and Claire has a cry in the bathroom.
1: She, now, I thought she was crying over the whole her husband thing and the trip and being reminded of San Francisco. Then I looked down and saw her skirt, and I realised why she was crying. It's awful. It's hideous. It's like to the to the ground. It's like really like flow. I don't know how to describe it. It's like um, old school plates that blue and white. But, like, it kind of looks really cheap as well.
0: But <laughs> well, this is our own wardrobe. Jennifer, I was like Jennifer Lopez. Come on. It should be Versace.
1: Uh,
0: the garage door is jammed the next day, whilst Kevin complains about having to go and see the best allergist in the valley, because they're just telling the same thing he's always told. Uh, just in case uh, the audience is stupid, this is the exposition to tell you that Kevin has allergies, because it will come back up later on. Yes. Best allergist in the valley. And then... As as Claire's struggling with the garage door, it's too heavy. Hunky Noah turns up and helps her with it. And she immediately gives him the fuck me eyes.
1: (laughs) Like every other woman in this film. And man.
0: Uh, It's revealed that he is Mr. Sanborn's nephew. Mr. Sanborn being the neighbour that no one gives a shit about in this film. No. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. He says, (laughs) he's here to help me whilst I get the bone marrow transport. And Honky you know, is like, it's a fucking transplant, you stupid piece of shit. <laughs> and, not quite like <laughs> that, but yeah. Uh, but of this is necessary, because he could have literally just been someone's son next door. I mean, Mr. Sanborn might as well have not been in this film.
1: Yeah, he's completely pointless, <laughs> Mr. Sanborn. Um, I, I think it was just a reason to have a 19-year-old home alone for the whole film. Yeah. Um, so Mr. Sanborn ha- is... Going to have a bone marrow transplant. Transport. Transport. <laughs> and um, this is the first and only time it's really mentioned. Oh, it's mentioned briefly later on in the film. Uh, but at no point does anyone go to see him no. at the hospital. No, he just appears out of hospital. No one actually asks how he's doing. No. Um, there's no updates. He just appears later in the film for a very brief moment, for a very brief jump scare. <laughs> yeah. Um, And that's it. So, yeah, so Noah's going there to help him. But then afterwards, after Noah and Kevin have gone to the hardware store... Um, Mr. Sanborn explains that Noah's parents are dead and Mr. Sanborn's his only family. So he's not there just to look after him. He's his only family.
0: But then before that, he says he's literally gone there just to help him. Yeah. And his parents died years ago.
1: No, died that year. Was it that year? Died that year.
0: Oh. I thought it was way before that. No, that year. No, last year. Last Last year. year. Yeah. So then, where's he been all that time? I don't know. Anyway, Hunky Noah introduces himself to Kevin and Kevin also gives him the fuck me eyes and that's all nervous. <laughs> Their relationship is alarming because they're meant to be... Not alarming. Well, it, it is, is alarming, Because Netflix, but... the description describes, describes it as uh, Jennifer Lopez having an affair with her teenage son's friend. Honestly, Noah looks about 30 years older than him. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It, 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 they do not look the same age at all. No. No, and
1: th- this guy is played by a twenty six year old. Yeah, he who looks twenty six. Yeah, let let you know. Let's be honest here. So and and I th- I think obviously that the whole tagline, the whole plot line, the whole thing was to get people to watch the film. Mm. They'd be like, oh, it's this Jennifer Lopez film where she has sex with an underage guy, you know, all oh, controversial controversy. Why hasn't this been banned? All this, that, and the other. And then you watch the film and it's like, Oh, okay. So he, he's 19, but he looks a lot older. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't actually look that way. We- it is weird. It is weird. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't look that weird. Like I said earlier, because they actually look quite close in
0: age. Yeah, and um, Kevin is clearly gay. There is absolutely no denying that he becomes just as obsessed with Noah as Noah becomes obsessed with Claire. Mm. Like he, it, it is weird. It it is so weird. And obviously, I'm not saying a gay relationship in a mainstream film is weird. Uh, it should happen, but not when the kid's clearly in the closet and it's never spoken about.
1: Yeah, but that's the thing. You should
0: address it. I mean. Yeah. I don't, I'm sure to...
1: plenty of gay people out there have had unrequited love for people who would much rather date their uh, parents. Yeah. You know, I'm sure it's happened to everyone. <laughs> but no, I mean, everyone sort of, you know, fancied someone who isn't on their team, mm. you know, but address it in the film. But they
0: make her like Kevin Strait.
1: Like well, it might be. I mean, yeah. you're just okay. going based on stereotypes. Okay.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you know, I might just be going by his acting. To be honest, it <laughs> might just be yeah. his dodgy yeah. acting makes it a lot of it honest, But be. he definitely comes across as gay.
1: Well, he comes across as having feelings for Noah. Yeah, but I suppose maybe that's just uh, Noah's character. People are drawn in. Yeah. No matter what.
0: Um, so, this is when we get the exposition about Noah's parents. Uh, Kevin asks how old Noah is, and we find out he's almost 20. I'm
1: not uh, sure, Jan.
0: <laughs> we find out there was an accident that meant he's a bit behind with education, so he's now going to the same school as Kevin, where Claire teaches. Obviously, Noah's shocked to find this out because apparently to him, Claire's too cool to be a teacher.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Kevin says she is cool for a mum okay yeah thanks Kevin can't pay for whatever they're paying for in the American B&Q with skateboards because he saw Ali work at the counter and he can't talk to her because she's the most beautiful girl in school yeah apparently apparently
1: Apparently she's the most beautiful girl in school do you know how we know he says it about five times he does
0: Noah makes him talk to her and introduces himself Ali, of course, gives him the fuck me eyes. Yeah,
1: Ali's way more interested in Noah than Kevin.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, look at them both. Of course she is. The bullies, uh, the stereotypical bullies skate into wow, the house. No need to be bitchy, Gary. <laughs> You're the bitchiest person on this podcast. No. She's a beautiful actress. She's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, they don't come for people's looks. <laughs> Okay, well, we're moving on. The bullies, the stereotypical bullies skate into the hardware skateboard store like cool dudes. (laughs) Yeah, uh...
1: (laughs) it's a hardware store, but it's just like a a row of skateboards on the side.
0: (laughs) And they say, oh, did you pee-pee? Is that your EpiPen? Your little penis purse? Ali tells them to get out, and they tell her the kid still pisses the bed, and they leave.
1: Yeah, so they just... Mock him for having severe allergies,
0: essentially. hmm
1: And,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, Claire asks if uh, Noah is thirsty. <laughs> After he fixes the garage door. And he is. He has some He listening. is. Um, <laughs> Noah tells her about the bullies who Claire's familiar with. Because there's an incident a couple of years ago on the playground where he got stung by a bee and his throat swelled up and he pissed himself. Which is why he's called The Whiz.
1: Yes, by Jason Zimmer. So the, the only really, even though there's three of them, it's only Jason Zimmer that gets a name or he's sort of the head bully.
0: Yeah, because the other two are just there to laugh. Yeah. That's all they do. Uh, Claire does a bit of reading before watching Noah from the window tucking his great-uncle into bed. Yeah, cause, uh, Mr Sanderson is his great-uncle, not, not his yes. uncle. yeah. Um, the, he, Mr. Stunborn is really old. Yeah, Noah's trying to be all hunky in a vest whilst he shows Kevin how to fix a car. And it obviously works because Claire's perving on him while sexy music plays. blows. <laughs> yeah. They share a smile together.
1: They, they do, they do share a smile. He's wearing one of these vests that's like really open at the sides. <laughs> I never see the point of them. It's like, just don't know, what's the point? It's <laughs> like really, really open. Like, and it's
0: also funny... when they, they dress him like this... Uh, and they put him next to Kevin in these scenes... Where they're meant to be around the same age... And Kevin's just dressed like his fucking mum's dressed him. He yeah. <laughs> he does, yeah.
1: Well, they're not meant to be around the same age... He's meant to be older. I get yeah, confused... But not, they're meant to be both same, teenagers. Yeah, so he's meant to be a junior in high school. Um, Noah's meant to be a senior. Or he is a senior. He was meant to have graduated... He was meant to be in college. He was meant to be in college. He's had to go back as a senior. Mm. But um, Kevin is a junior.
0: Is that ever mentioned?
1: Yeah, I think so. Okay. I, <laughs> I, I get a little confused by um American school.
0: Claire tells Noah he can come over for dinner any time. And Vicky's eyeing him up now. Uh, and are having some food. But she's eyeing him up in a different way to everyone else.
1: Yeah, so Vicky's the only one really that sees through his mm-hmm. facade from the get go, and she's the only one that doesn't um, start drawling the moment yeah. he enters the room. Um, so good on Vicky. I she, hope she doesn't yeah.
0: die. She does tell him to try Claire's guacamole though. <laughs> I hope that wasn't a euphemism. No. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: yeah, I think he does either way, to be fair, <laughs> if it is he,
0: or not. No reveals he wants to impose on Claire's literature literature cap class. We'll turn it to you now, <laughs> San Francisco. But Kevin tells What's him so
1: funny now, is it?
0: Kevin tells him he shouldn't do that because people call her the crusher. Yeah Ooh. and we're not we're not told why. Yeah, She's we never find out why. I I d
1: I don't know, maybe she steps on people. <laughs> um yeah, I've absolutely no idea.
0: Vicky thinks. Uh, Vicky tells Claire that she thinks Noah is strange, but she can't put a finger on why. She <laughs> maybe has. she read the
1: script it's because he likes literature. <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe she finds it's it because
1: odd. she likes literature.
0: <laughs> she literally says she finds it odd that he's interested in literature. Noah talks shit about literature and poets, and Kevin and Vicky are both suspicious and confused.
1: Yeah, so I put Claire and Noah have a moment over Homer. Uh, not Again, not Homer Simpson, although it's funny to think that they did have a moment over Homer Simpson. Whilst um, Vicky ridicules them for being cultured. Yeah. Now, what I didn't realise at this point is that Vicky is the assistant... Uh, prin- oh, the, what do they call him in America? Vice... Vice prin- principal. Vice principal of the school. And she's there ridiculing someone for liking books. <laughs> Yeah, she
0: doesn't uh, give a shit. As we find out later weirdo, on, I... as we find out later on, she's she doesn't give a shit as long as she gets paid and yeah, no one dies. It's fine. Uh, look at you, you weirdo <laughs> with your books. You're reading books, aren't you? You creep. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin and Garrett go on their camping trip, and Claire's all alone. Oh. Noah comes over and gives her a three thousand year old first edition copy of Iliad. <laughs> that's, that's what we found out earlier. Uh, that he got out a yard sale.
1: <laughs> 3,000 years old looking good. Do you know what? That thing's aged better than Jennifer Lopez.
0: <laughs> they touch hands as she tries to refuse it, but eventually accepts it. Sounds like something else that happens soon. Noah spots some red mm. and leopard print shoes, high heels, and asks if they're Claire's, and apparently Vicky, Vicky gave them to her for a gift. And he says... Those kind of shoes are for women trying to be sexy. You don't need to try. And he's right. She doesn't, really. She's yeah. still
1: Yeah. And um, he's obviously completely wrong. Those women are for people... Uh, those uh, women? <laughs> those women. Those shoes are for women who want to feel sexy in themselves. But obviously, him being him thinks it's so that they can attract members of the opposite sex. Yeah. he
0: apologizes, but Claire's clearly flattered. But that's the thing,
1: and she doesn't correct him on this. No. The guy's a piece of shit, and we realise that. We don't trust what he says. But as, I don't know, I I feel like she should have said something then about Mm. that. Yeah. You know, about, actually, you're wrong, mate. I know she's, I know she's uh, attracted to him, but she maybe should have said, Oi, no, those shoes
0: are for women who want to feel fierce in themselves. Yes. Uh, but instead, the way that this film is written, she, she'd be more likely to say, Oh, you're so right. We just love being yeah, sexy no. with the men. Aren't we silly as women? <laughs> and uh, th- then after this, it's raining. It's getting really wet now isn't it? It's it's raining really bad. Claire's got wet hair and a sexy PJs on and she puts on those sexy shoes and checks herself out in the mirror. She does. She's wearing Oh, do they look sexy on me? The best clothes she's got are
1: the ones she wears at (laughs) night time. She's always got like, um, I don't like the word, but skimpy, a skimpy pyjama on or something at at night and uh, she's looking good. Mm. She looks like, I don't know if this is their reference point, but she kind of looks like um, is it, uh, Jennifer Beals in um, Flashdance. Okay. She's giving me a Flashdance moment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she spies on Noah, who's getting changed with his arse out. Um, he spots her and she looks away. But then they share a moment of staring at each other from their windows. Yes. Claire's on her way to a date in those sexy shoes. and She's on the phone to Vicky. And Vicky gives her three rules of dating. Three things: one, laugh a lot; two, take off your wedding fring- ring; take off your wedding ring. Are you okay over there? Three, give him head. Is there a gas leak or somewhere? Okay, no i will just repeat that again. Three things: one, laugh a lot; two, take off your wedding ring; three, give him head. <laughs> it's she's double- obviously joking. She just said she's obviously joking. It's a double day with Vicky and two really boring looking guys. <laughs> yeah, so one of them's uh, Vicky's husband, Ethan. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Claire's date doesn't know how many kids are going to learn things from the classics.
1: Yeah, her date is just really condescending about the fact that she teaches classics. And he's like, we need to get these kids working with practical knowledge. That's where the money is.
0: Yeah, and Vicky awkwardly tries to change the subject by saying, ''Ethan, how's your mum?'' He says, "Oh, girl stones," and she says, "Are those the ones you pass, or are those the other stones?" And all he replies with is, "Yeah, she's getting better." <laughs>
1: but that's her husband. Why what is she, she asking on a double date?
0: That's confusing. Claire has a date that many fine when it's motivated by greed. <laughs> when it's not motivated by greed. And he calls her a firecracker and she gets up to leave before turning round, looking him in the eye and saying, J.K. Rowling, billionaire, classics major. <laughs> she just... What she really should have said is, J.K. Rowling, ugly bitch, turf. <laughs> oh, <stop. laughs> she is a turf.
1: She is a turf. Um, my problem with this is that claire says money only so money money's okay when it's not um motivated by greed. motivated by greed which is fine for her to say because she's got a lovely house <laughs> she's got a lovely car she's there she teaches high school i don't if i'm being honest i, I I don't really know how it works in America, but teachers here aren't on the biggest salaries. Well, in her the husband's world. a big deal, isn't he? Well, her husband's a big deal, so she can sit there and say that many, you know, money's fine. All this um, kids should learn the classics and everything, and I agree with her. Um, but it's easier for her to say when she's got that lovely big home that is always clean, always. That house is n- never looks messy ever. No. Even when she's been stalked by her 19-year-old next-door neighbour, it never looks messy. <laughs> her mind's still on getting the house <laughs> together.
0: Yeah, so um, after she leaves, Vicky says, she has a lot of laughs. You just got to get to know her. <laughs>
1: mm.
0: And speaking of get to know her, Claire gets to know her. <laughs> Claire goes home, has a sad glass of wine while sniffing cookies. Yeah,
1: she does it to herself, she does. Um, she gets herself a plate of chocolate chip cookies, she has a glass of wine, and decides to give one a sniff.
0: Yes, uh, Noah calls her and tells her he tried to defrost the chicken in the microwave and invites her over. So she does.
1: Yeah, and then it cuts them at the dinner table, and what's on the dinner table?
0: No, he does explain this. Does he? Yeah, she says that her date was as awful as his chicken, he's like, oh, thankfully I had a spare one.
1: Oh, uh, I did think, I was like, um, maybe there's not going to be any love making that night if you've both eaten <laughs> undercooked chicken. Uh, actually, if they'd just eaten the undercooked chicken, it could have helped
0: her out a little bit. Would it, there would have been no issues. Noah tells her she's beautiful, sweet, natural and sexy. And as said to kiss him, uh, because she was watching him in the window... Claire tries to tell him it can't happen and it's wrong whilst he kisses her on the neck. Then they have some steamy foreplay whilst Claire asks him to stop. And he says, no judgement, no rules, just us. A woman like you should be cherished and loved. Let me love you, Claire. Oh. Yeah, this is iffy.
1: Um, She says stop many times. He's clearly the one that's more forceful in this. She, you know, they end up going to bed together, Um, and it's it's never she never suggests afterwards that it wasn't consensual, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's a really creepy start to it. Yeah. And I know they're meant to show her having doubts about it. Um, I do think maybe they could have done it in a slightly different way. Yeah. It it felt really uncomfortable. Maybe that's what they were going for, to make it feel uncomfortable. Um, But if there was ever that doubt of consent there, because she says stop many times. She says, you know, we shouldn't do this. And he's taken her clothes off. It just felt really uncomfortable. Mm. It just felt, and I, if, that, if that's what they were going for, then the filmmaker should have dealt with that afterwards more than they actually did.
0: Yeah. Uh, how do you have the sex scene described? Okay. Um...
1: <laughs> they start kissing and take it to the bedroom and his hands go lower. Close-up of his hands in her knickers. His hands cup her breasts, and his face goes south with her legs
0: in the air. <laughs> How have you got it described? Um, Claire gives in, and they have a really long steamy sex scene with close up of abs, hunky Noah fingering Claire, Claire holding on to hunky Noah's ass, hunky Noah squeezing Claire's tits, and hunky Noah eating Claire out. <sighs> Either way, that's what happens. Yeah, essentially. It's just that obviously Chris is reading it like he's on babe station again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Come in a regular thing now. Um, yeah, so essentially when this sex scene, as we were saying earlier, is Jennifer Lopez. She did it all herself, and uh, she looks obviously looks fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of hearing myself say it, but she looks <laughs> fantastic. Um, but it's very obviously a A-list star not wanting <laughs> to show everything, but just enough... Just little to get those Just tests. enough for it to you know, cause a little bit of, um, newsworthiness. Just not to make some money. Yeah, (laughs) but not enough as to end up on weird, um, websites for the rest of her life. (laughs) Um, so, it's like the hands are over the brain. I don't
0: know, there's going to be some desperate Jennifer Lopez fans out there who'll put it on Pornhub. Maybe, yeah,
1: probably, just enough to, you know, um... Not tarnish her reputation for doing this saucy scene, um, for not for I don't think maybe a lot of money. I, I mean, this is low budget.
0: Let's face it, you get to see a lot, but it's nowhere near as sexy as her uh, dancing hustlers. No, that no, that and would that's probably, probably it.
1: For, From what we see of her, um, yeah, she hasn't got a bra. Bron- <laughs> We're analysing this far too much, <laughs> um, but from what she's. When she hasn't got a bra on, she's probably more covered than if she was wearing a bra anyway, because yeah. he's got his hands on her and everything. So the only really saucy bit is when the hands, uh, the hand goes down the knickers.
0: So moving on, Claire wakes up the <laughs> next day. For anyone
1: not English, um, knickers is ladies' undergarments. Are they not called
0: knickers in America? Panties, they'd call oh, them okay. in America. Well, she wakes up the next day and puts her knickers on, while Noah brings her breakfast in his vest and boxers. Think he's in some sort of romantic relationship with her now, but she tells him how wrong it was and that she has to leave, but he doesn't agree. She tells him she was vulnerable and he was very sweet. he thinks it was more than that, and punches the wall like a child, yeah. Next minute, everyone's favourite actor who plays Kevin turns up and says, Mum, we caught seven trout. No one gives a shit. A fuck that was off. the first thing he says, gets out of the car, Mum, we caught seven trout. Oh my god, he is unbearable in the scenes. Like, oh, can dad stay for dinner? Uh, Please, come on, let him stay for dinner. He cheated on your mum, you fucking cunt. Exactly, exactly. And- he
1: practically forces Claire to have her cheating estranged husband over for dinner. Yeah. Uh, under the assumption that she is the one that would have to cook that dinner yeah. as well. And she does. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the meal, when she goes into the kitchen, they have a little conversation between themselves, um, over about dessert. So oh, what do you think she's made? Bet you it's cookies. <laughs> I was like, oh for fuck's sake. Why would he say <laughs> that? Why would he say that? Because he's just as much of a piece
0: of shit as Kevin. You can tell it's his dad. Turns out they're both wrong and it was pie. She made (laughs) pie. But at the dinner table, Kevin tells us a really interesting story where he says the exact words. I saw this video on YouTube with this just like big, you know, mountain dude who lives all alone in this old shack in Montana. And he cooks all of his food on a shovel. No one gives a shit. Go and fucking eat a shovel, you prick. Was it a shovel? It was a shovel. Like a shovel. Shovel. And Garrett reveals they did the exact same thing and Kevin said it was the best meal he's ever had. At this point, if I was Jennifer Lopez, I'd be gouging out his fucking eye.
1: I would actually kick them both in the face. I'd be like, excuse me, talking your shit. Come in here saying your shovel dinner... ...better than anything I've caught... ...saying what's for dessert... ...cookies... ...fuck you both. ...yeah that's Get when... Out.
0: ...Garrett the cookie monster... ...asks if she made cookies... ...for dessert... Yeah. ...Noah shows up... Uh, ...in the bizarre... ...the cookie monster... you to called the cookie <laughs> <I> monster... <did>. <laughs> <laughs> ...Noah shows up... ...and... ...in the bizarre series of events... ...Kevin introduces him to Garrett... ...Garrett reveals... ...Kevin never shut up... by him all weekend... ...that's fucking weird... ...that's
1: really weird... ...because they've known each other... ...for two days... They went to the hardware store once. They fixed a car. They haven't been to school yet. School hasn't started yet. Like, how much conversation can that really take up?
0: Honestly, I'm glad... I'm actually glad they didn't say he was gay because I don't want this sort of representation. He's an (laughs) (laughs) arsehole. He's he's a bit of an arsehole you imagine a fucking camping trip how boring it would have been just the two of them oh, and he's like oh my god so this guy moved in next door he's really hunky, he's got abs <laughs> he's gonna fuck mum wait what? and uh, Noah says hey Miss Peterson you telling them what happened this weekend? <laughs> Claire tells him a big thunderstorm happened <laughs> Claire asks if they got it whilst camping but apparently it was dry as a bone at the lake and we get the exact line of dialogue. I shit you not, this is in the trailer. I will make sure it's posted on our YouTube and Instagram. <laughs> Noah says, Wow, it got pretty wet here. Way! 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 I cannot believe they used that line of dialogue to market this film. <laughs> Damn
1: perfect for your target audience though. <laughs> well they think they're going to get Jennifer Lopez you know naked but for she the does... whole film
0: <laughs> she looks away like really awkwardly <laughs> it's fucking oh, it's such a terrible scene but it really that's why it's so entertaining <laughs> Claire tells Kevin it's getting late even as it's only 8.30 Noah offers to walk Garrett out but obviously gay Kevin jumps at the chance to walk Noah out and offers him some cookies for the road and if you thought this bizarre series of events had finished oh it hasn't he then turns to Kevin and says I love your mother's cookies yeah. <laughs> takes one for the road <sighs>
1: like a bad smell Garrett decides to hang around yeah
0: and Claire tells him they need to move on but Garrett insists he's not seeing the cookie receptionist anymore. And that's Claire not to throw the marriage away because of one stupid mistakes. Of course, she agrees. And um, we get yeah. a really weird shot of a bush covering a window with dramatic music. <laughs> it feels like they forgot to take this out. I feel like
1: Noah was meant to be watching at that <laughs> point, And then, like, sk- like, skulking in the shadows. But they forgot to actually place him in the shot. Um... <laughs> so I have absolutely no idea why we got yeah. dramatic music with like some random dark corner of someone's house. <laughs> Claire reveals her class will be studying
0: Iliad this year. <gasps> oh, what a revelation! Oh my god, oh, she's got I a 3,000 year old box to leave <laughs> Principal Warren brings Noah into the class and tells her he's approved her request for him joining the class. Noah walks in like a fucking arsehole and starts quoting Achilles. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. If 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 you were a new kid at school and you walked
1: into your class and started quoting like the classics, people look at you like however how handsome you are or however hunky you are, people look at you like, Who's this weirdo?
0: <laughs> 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 they think it's hilarious. They do. Principal Warren shows Claire the letter where she said no would be a great asset to the class. <laughs> Noah Noah's driving home Claire's in front of him And she says Stop following me And he says She rings "Uh, him and says Stop following me And he says I'm I'm not following you Claire I live next door Yeah (laughs) We've left the same place And we're going To the same place (laughs) Claire asks Kevin If he sent an email From her account Noah walks into the house And says She must have been hacked And offers to help her Reset her password This next scene pissed me off more than anything else in this film. Claire wants to talk to Kevin alone, but Noah just stands there staring at him like a creep for ages. Kevin obviously doesn't think there's anything wrong with this because he wants to get in his pants. Claire tells him again to leave. Kevin turns to his mum and says, that was really rude, you bitch. What did you do that for? And Claire's like, well, Noah's here way too much. And Kevin is not happy. He didn't call her a bit. Well, he might as well have. <laughs> you know I ever exaggerate everything. It's my arc. It's what people expect from me. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. And, and then Claire tells Kevin that uh, Noah can't come for dinner. And he's even more fuming. But then she's like, oh, but your cheating dad can come and we'll have a nice family dinner. The three of us like, oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah. What? What is wrong with this kid? But then later on, it's like, the way you treat my mum. Well, if you gave a shit, then you wouldn't have gave her such a hard time for trying to be a strong, independent woman. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's
1: true, actually. Because it's... The character of Kevin... We need to talk about Kevin. um, (laughs) Is his... It's all over the place. He's, even, he's nice to his parents, then he's not nice to his mm. parents. But then Noah comes in and starts, you know, um, changing his mind on his dad. So then he's not very nice to his dad, then he's nice to his dad, and then not nice to his mum. It's like, which one is this? Where are we going
0: with this? We really need to do an episode on most annoying characters in horror and include this little shit in it. Is this film Horror? Yes, class as horror. Is it? Noah takes Kevin out to the horror woods with, uh, with guns and starts... St- Before that, he's like, Oh, Mr. Sanderson's lying in a bed. Oh. In hospital. Oh. Yeah. What, you, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. It's like, oh, he's waiting to get his transplant right now. Oh. oh. I'm saying this because I'm evil. Noah takes Kevin out to the woods with guns and starts stirring trouble between him and his dad. Do Americans do this? I really is this like. a thing
1: where teenage Americans just drive out to the woods and start shooting random i objects.
0: don't I think it's very much a film thing. I doubt thing. I think'
1: cause it is in it's in a lot of films. it's mm. in a lot of films um and I just I don't know if it's real or is it true? Any American listeners, if you could just let us know. If this is a real thing, obviously hmm. laws and stuff are, are very different here when it comes to that. Um, but I'd be intrigued to know if you know that there's a, a whole culture of going out to the woods and shooting objects. These oranges look very ripe. It's such a waste Are they oranges. After
0: pumpkins. Oranges. Are they? okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is we get some of the more amazing dialogue here. Um, where Noah says to Kevin, like a dinner and a camping trip can just make you forget about all oh, what your dad did and he walked out on you. And then he goes on to tell Kevin how it's predictable because his dad's hit middle age. He's staring deaf in the face, he's got a tyre around the waist, hair in the drain, and his cock won't stand up anymore. At, at this point, why is Kevin not turning to him and saying, I really don't want to talk about my dad's cock?
1: Yeah, like, this is really weird. But I mean,
0: it's Kevin, so he probably does want to talk but about why his are dad's you cock. like this? Uh, he talks about how Garrett wants to feel young again and picks up younger women. Uh, Kevin tries shooting the oranges, and Noah continues talking shit about how his dad's trying to bribe him from guilt.
1: Yes, with the computer that he bought. Yeah. And like oh, it was like a computer, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Now we get emo Kevin. The next day at dinner, or the same day at dinner. He's well, like...
1: no, Noah manages to hit all the oranges with the gun. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, okay. So we know he's bad news because he's a good he's a good shot. <laughs>
0: This is like a really shit version of The Guest. <laughs> yeah, I know about that. Yeah. <laughs> Like, the whole trying to manipulate the younger kid coming into this family's life. The Guest is a shit version of The Guest. Okay, you need to rewatch it. I, I can't have this. I can't have this. I love you very much, but you need to see The Guest again. <laughs> we'll do it for a podcast episode. <laughs> oh, don't you
1: dare. No, this one gave I'm... me a fucking
0: headache. <laughs> okay, come on, please admit The Guest is a better film than this. Jesus Christ. Yes, yes, that's Thank true. Thank you. Kevin's at the dinner table and he's like, oh, dad, I ain't doing my computer classes anymore. I want to box. Yeah, he does. (laughs) Yeah. And his dad's like, okay, who the fuck are you? And he's like, oh, no, I'm going to do boxing now. You ain't my dad anymore. You are horrible to my mum. And Storm's off. Like, okay, you're horrible to your mum. You're the one who's treating her like a piece of shit. Yeah, really.
1: I mean, everyone kind of does. And she just kind of... She kind of just takes she it. Does. Until the very end. She does. She Nothing's ever really resolved when no. people treat her like shit. The only person that treats her of any decency is Vicky.
0: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And Vicky's one of the best characters, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Kevin's boxing the next day, because he's a big boy now. Um, and Noah's there, trying to get some gossip about what happened over dinner. And Kevin's like, I feel bad! I spoke to my dad horribly! <laughs> and... Then Noah's like, oh, that's, that's good. Hopefully it means Claire won't fall for his bullshit either. And at this point, he's not like, okay, what? what why are you... Why do you care? Yeah. Uh, and then Noah says, you can't let uh, you can't let your mum be his meantime girl. So when he screams in the meantime, and then Kevin goes, meantime girl! Ah! And starts punching the bag like a fucking idiot. But he really goes for it and
1: keeps going. <laughs> now, I'm a little... Please, um... Forgive my ignorance, uh, if I'm wrong about this, but he has an allergic reaction. Because um, he he's he can't breathe. He falls on the floor and he starts getting red patches all over his chest mm-hmm. and face, which I would assume is an allergic reaction. Um, but I don't know what he's had an allergic reaction to.
0: He's got an allergic
1: reaction to being a piece of shit. <laughs> But this but this is so confusing because Noah rushes off and gets the airport yeah. pen and ends up using it on Noah. It saves his life, yeah. essentially. Um, but what's not explored is where this allergic reaction came from. Exactly. It's, it's they, so confusing. Yeah. If Noah had set it up so that he would save Kevin's life mm. and therefore gain even more of his trust... So he can manipulate Kevin more and more. Yeah, that would make sense. But that's he just kind of collapse. He overdoes it on the, uh the boxing out of anger, collapses on the floor, can't breathe, and has like rashes all over yeah. him. Which is completely unexplained.
0: But even Noah's confused. So he can't set that up.
1: Yeah, but if, if Noah, Noah should have been acting, if Noah had been acting, mm. you know, um, all shook up uh-huh, um, and, you know, scared, then that would make sense mm. that he'd set all that up. Mm. But that's not how the scene plays out. It makes no, no sense.
0: No, and that's the thing. I think just now you put more thought into that than the filmmakers did, <laughs> yeah. because I genuinely think they thought, okay, we need to give him some sort of allergy. We don't need to look into this. This just... You'll it, get excited and you'll get an allergy. But I, I, that's don't, pretty much
1: it. I don't know if that's a possibility, if that's possible, but it, it it's kind of pointless because it's not pushing I doubt they researched it. it. There was no point to that happening if it wasn't... To further yeah. the, the story or, or further part of the plot, um, long time listeners of the podcast will know that kind of lazy writing mm. really infuriates yeah. me. It really does in any film. I it, just because you're trash doesn't mean I could forgive everything. Well,
0: especially when it's trying to ground itself in it's realism. R- yeah,
1: exactly. You know, you're not. Tr- this isn't trying to be anything but, a, you know, a realistic thriller.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, Vicky brings Claire some flowers from who supposedly from Garrett in the staff room, and tells her to tell Garrett to shove his cookies up his ass. But Claire's <laughs> had it with the cookie jokes now. Yes. Claire, tells his, Claire tells Vicky to start worrying about Claire tells Vicky to start worrying about herself for a change. But apparently, it's more fun worrying about Claire. <laughs> well, she has got a lot going on. Claire calls Garrett to thank him for the flowers, but he doesn't know anything about them. Dun dun dun. <laughs> So she goes to talk to Noah in the gym where he's punching a punching bag. Uh, he tells her he's busy doing physical education and says, I believe you're familiar with that subject, right? <laughs> yes, you Way both had they? sex, we get Way. it. Way. There's a lot of lads jokes in this, isn't there? Lads, lads, lads. Claire tells him to stop being a dick and try stop trying to turn Kevin against his father. She thanks him then after, though, for saving Kevin and asks if they can start over. Nice fresh start.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but before that, she kind of... He's coming closer and she pushes him away. Mm. Puts a hand on him yeah. and pushes. Not forcibly does, just pushes him away to keep a distance. Yeah. Um, this is seen by, I, I believe, another member of staff yeah. or um, called Mike outside. And he comes in and asks Claire if she's okay. And she says yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll come back later Yeah, that's yeah. why I've explained that
0: kevin goes to ask ali out uh, but apparently she's too busy but then she says she doesn't have a date to fall fling uh, so they agreed to go to that together whilst noah watches and she's still giving him the fuck in the eyes
1: well yeah because she says no to kevin yeah noah turns the corner and appears mm. and suddenly she's like yeah i'll uh, i'll go with you to the uh, fall fling. fling yeah Um, so, and, yeah, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what her logic is, that saying yes to Kevin gets Mm. her closer to Noah. I mean, it works. I mean, it does work, as it turns out later, but, um, I don't understand the logic
0: there. Garrett and Claire get back from a date and have a kiss, but Claire's not ready to go any further, but she lets him crash on the couch because he's drunk. Noah notices his car parked outside and has a look in the mirror whilst having flashbacks of the steamy sex scene. Because I need to make the most of that. I can't film another one with uh, Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> yeah. Garrett leaves the next day. He's Noah... fucking <laughs> man, as well. Noah pulls up straight after and he is raging. Yeah. you he's, he, he... <laughs> he's like, what a fucking whore you are! Yeah. And, and then he wants to know if Claire's playing him.
1: But he he calls her a whore very quite loudly. Yeah. Um loudly Whilst Kevin is getting ready for school exactly right behind. In in her face, shouting, calling her a whore, all of that business. Mm. Um, but apparently Kevin doesn't hear this.
0: But she's just as confused as the audience. So she, she doesn't have a clue what's going on. She's just shouting random shit in her face. Yeah. Um, talks about some deal they made. They never made any fucking deal. They said they'll start over and that was it. Yeah. Like she didn't say she was exclusively his or they were in a relationship no. or whatever. Um, Kevin walks out and is even more confused. And Noah says, game on, and walks away. Claire tells Kevin to stay away from Noah because he's a bad influence. Of course, Kevin is fuming about what? this. What? You
1: mean that guy that's just been screaming in your face,
0: <laughs> calling you a whore for apparently no reason? <laughs> he tells his mum that she's trying to take away his only good friend, and he knew she'd do this because Noah warned him. So to get in. he gets in Noah's car. Noah says, see you at school, and drives away.
1: Yeah, only good friend? That's, that's actually quite sad. <laughs> yeah. Um... Because they've only known each other for, by this point, four or five days.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, that's a bit weird, isn't it? Only good friend. The bullies turn up at school to uh, Kevin and say, Hey, Peterson, your movie was on Turner Classics last night. The Wiz It's like the black version of The Wizard of Oz. The Wiz is a Waverly place they're on tomorrow. Okay, what kid in fucking school knows what Turner Classics is? I did. Yes, but you're Chris Barker. This is your thing. These are all-American kids who are too cool for anything and they're going around skating. Of course they don't know what fucking Turner Classics is. It's it's a bit... It, Turner Classics so is bigger
1: in America than here. Our... Turn, and it infuriates me, but our um, TCM or Turner Classics um, is shit over here. You just get... Um, and I love the film, but you just get 12 angry men all the time. <laughs>
0: Well, they get the whiz in America, um, and uh, Kevin says, fuck you, Zimmer, and the Zimmer says, want some of this, but Noah, who is now on speed, apparently, because from this point onwards, he is just so hyperactive in this film, yeah. just going around screaming at everyone and fucking killing people, he just jumps out of nowhere, beats the shit out of the bully, starts slamming his head into the locker, pushes Vicky over when she tries to break it up. Yeah,
1: like, physically assaults yeah. her. Physically assaults her, pushes her on her ass. she's lucky she's caught, or she Mm -hmm. may have hurt herself, Um, continues uh, bashing Zimmer's head in, and gets dragged away.
0: Yeah, so he goes to Vicky's office, um, she's telling him how she knows about how he was kicked out of his old school for disorderly conduct, and he says to her... You know what I see? A pathetic old woman who's trying to look and act like something she's not. Something she'll never be. Because all she is, is a drying up, dirty fucking cunt. Oh my lord. <laughs>
1: and that's not Gary over-exaggerating. That's exactly what he says. Yeah,
0: so she goes to slap him, um, but he grabs her hand and she expels him.
1: Yeah.
0: Kevin... This will be big news. In any oh, yeah. school, this yeah. would be
1: big news. Yeah. Um... He must
0: have killed that kid. Yeah, he must like have killed it him.
1: Fractured his skull. Yeah. So, big news, aggressive, angry person, uncontrollable. You know, even Kevin was trying to stop him. Mm. Pushed Vicky over on her ass. Claire's best friend, Vicky, you know, assaults her. Um, Vicky probably told Claire about what happened in the office, about what uh, Noah called her, yeah. and all that. Him being expelled from his mm-hmm. previous school. Probably common knowledge by, you know, very soon afterwards. Just, yeah. just putting that out there.
0: Uh, so, Kevin uh, goes to the fall fling with Ali, who we are reminded is the best, the most beautiful girl in school. She's the most
1: beautiful girl Gives
0: in school. Gives her a flower. And she tells Claire that someone told her there's water running in the boys' bathroom. So Claire goes in, finds a big clump of hair in the sink, and huge writing on the wall saying "I fucked Claire Peterson." Noah's in there, corners her in uh, against the cubicle, tries forcing himself on her, but she needs him in the balls and asks her if he really thinks that he can scare her, and uh, then says that it's it's his word against hers. That this is the sort of character I wanted Claire to be from the from the get go. Exactly. Like, this is this is what we wanted from her.
1: Yeah.
0: But. Um, she's then woken up in the middle of the night by a fully naked Noah getting a blowjob by a fully naked Ali, uh, whilst playing really loud music with the lyrics, get your mind out of the gutter, babe. Yes. Which causes Claire to furiously close her curtains.
1: Yeah. So this is, um, uh, him obviously being really petty and yeah. with Ali and, uh, showing it off to Claire.
0: You barely see Ali's face. I mean, for obvious reasons. If she's meant to be a junior, then that's very problematic. Yeah. Um, but it's hard to tell if it's her or not, and it never comes back. Like you'd think that this would be used in some sort of plot point.
1: Kevin never finds out. No. So um, and we weren't sure it was Ali. We we looked on IMDb yeah. and um, the the it said in the, the parental guide um that it's Ali who's in that scene, but we weren't sure. Yeah. I mean, she had a headband on, and I think she had a headband on it with I, the full fling.
0: Yeah, I'm going to assume it was a body doll, because like, so you barely see her face. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's probably a body doll.
0: Uh, Claire goes into a class the next day and tells the students to give her a second, because what does she need to take down?
1: Lots and lots of pictures of her in bed with Noah. Yes. But not saucy pictures, just kind of him kissing her.
0: Yeah, the, the sort the of best. pictures you can show in, on <laughs> <the> screen. <laughs> exactly.
1: Like not not like really intimate pictures. But he is what <laughs> Behind her. He is, yeah. It was very obvious that they're post coital.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh, Yeah, so she quickly, miraculously, manages to hide all of them before Principal Warren comes in.
1: You say Noah's on speed. She (laughs) manages to do it. Although, the Principal does very slowly open the door. He He gets his key. Slow
0: motion. (laughs) Slow-mo key. jangling. oh, not quite there. Oh, Yeah. He calls her for a meeting outside, and tells her her behaviour recently has been raising a lot of eyebrows. And Mike Avenido reported an incident in the gym between her and Noah, where she got physical and put her hands on him.
1: Yeah, which I did. That's not how I read that, and this Mike saw it. Yeah. Um, so I'm not. I'm. I don't know how, how he read it as, as her. Pushing him or getting physical mm-hmm. as a physical punishment rather than, you know, him being, um, too close to her, especially after the revelations of his behaviour. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, I find it really strange that the principal was more concerned about Claire's behaviour rather than Noah's behaviour.
0: Yeah, it's and, weird.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it's a really weird reaction. And again, a sign of really bad writing.
0: Yeah. In a hilarious sequence of events, Garrett picks Kevin up from school and lets him drive his car. <laughs> Kevin gets back in emo Kevin mode, <laughs> and now he's a big bad boy. Now he starts speeding in his car. Oh, he's putting his... Is
1: it what is it? Pedal to the
0: metal. Pedal to the metal. He's uh, he's like, hey dad, do you like to drive fast? Are you trying to be something you're not. Hey, do you like driving fast, Dad? And so he starts whining and screaming screaming about his dad walking out. And then like, you treat me mum like shit. Yeah, you still do. Um, yeah, and yeah, you do as well. Yeah. The, the brakes aren't working. And he drops his whiny voice and goes, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. The clutch has also been taken out. Kevin uses the emergency brake and clashes into those things that they have in America, the big orange buckets of water on the side of the road. In slow motion.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know what they are, the big buckets. But they're massive tubs of water. Yeah. I think it's to stop people from driving over cliffs and such.
0: And Kevin has a cry like the fucking child that he is. He <laughs> did. Claire... <laughs> they
1: hug it out in the end, yeah. don't they?
0: Claire comes home, notices the car, and asks what happened. Garrett says it was nothing, but it's revealed that Noah is in the house watching football with Kevin and Garrett. Okay.
1: <laughs> this is Noah. Noah, the man, who, uh, I say, the the guy who assaulted (laughs) Claire's best friend, yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. Garrett has allowed him to be in the house with nothing. It's completely fine that he's there. Considering, you know, it's so weird. Yes, Vicky's the vice principal of a school, Mm -hmm. but Claire's best friend... Do you not think that, you know, obviously they don't know about the whole, um, them having sex thing, of course, but did they not think, oh, this guy assaulted Claire's best friend. Mm -hmm. Probably not a good idea to have him round to watch football for when Claire gets home. Yeah. Like, what is this? Yeah. What is this shit?
0: Noah goes into the kitchen and tells Claire that he's got a video of them having sex and asked her to come over at two a.m. After, after Kevin and Garrett have gone have gone to sleep. Claire tells him to go fuck himself, and he says, "I'd rather fuck you." And then asked her if he should show Garrett or Kevin the video first. That's weird. Why the fuck we show her son? That's or a, yeah, because just... he's
1: a weirdo. But the, the whole, the whole thing is before this, this whole video thing. Then it was her word against his, yeah. um, which. You know, it wouldn't have worked, you know, it was like, well, why is she so scared? It's, mm. it's, he's been expelled from school. Mm. He's, you know, been physical with the vice principal. You know, it would be her word against yeah. his and probably nothing would come of it. would say it's just him. So this, they've had to introduce this video element to it for it to work. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine, but they sh- maybe she should have just introduced it a lot earlier. And then the stakes would have been a bit higher from the get-go. Yeah.
0: Well, Claire actually goes to his house at 2am, demands him to show her the video. She asks him what he thinks is going to happen between the two of them. And uh, he thinks they could have a better life together. And he tells her he'll never let her go. And he'll get rid of the video if they can have a shag again. <laughs> Essentially... Wait, he wants to show her what could be. Yeah. So she slaps him around the face and leaves. Then she goes to Vicky and shows her one of the pictures of her and Noah having sex. She
1: finally comes clean to Vicky. Which I wish she'd done a lot earlier, because then yeah. we could have seen a lot more of Vicky throughout the film.
0: She tells Vicky about the video, informs, and Vicky informs her that no one will see the video. It won't see the light of day, because they have a plan. Noah follows Claire's car home after school, and... Uh, She's going in and out of the lanes to distract him, but it's not Claire. Oh, <laughs> Claire breaks into Noah's home, whilst Noah realises Vicky is in Claire's car. Dun, dun, dun. Vicky warns Claire. Claire finds a hidden camera and a clock, and then proceeds to find Noah's underground wank chamber. Yeah. There's pictures of Claire everywhere, and the dirty bed sheets and pillows from when he slept with her.
1: I mean, I don't blame anyone for having Jennifer Lopez uh, posters all around their room, but this goes a little too far.
0: This is literally... It is a wank den. It it is, is, absolutely a wank den. Yeah, clearly. Yeah.
1: She finds his laptop with pictures and... He lies on the sheets, giving them a good sniff. Yeah. They smell like chocolate chip cookies. Obviously. And uh, looks at the posters and gives himself a treat.
0: She finds his laptop with pictures and videos of her sleeping, which she deletes... And then she finds the plans of how to dismantle the brakes on Garrett's car and a minivan, two thousand and six, Dodge Challenger, twenty thirteen, Dodge oh. Challenger, twenty thirteen. As Claire tries she, to leave, she very uh, actually, can I just
1: say something? Um, she just very easily get onto his computer. She there's no password. You, you'd think if you had incriminate and stuff like that on your computer in 2015, you'd have a password on it. Yeah. Um, But apparently not. She just gets... It's already switched on and everything. Just ready to go for her.
0: Yeah. Uh, Mr. Sanborn's home and he and Claire have a big jump scare together and scream in each other's faces. But he's still alive. He had his transport and he's still alive. He had his
1: transport. Well, I'm assuming so because we don't see from him again No. the rest of the film. He's uh, a little cheap jump scare and that's it. It's like, what's the point? What is the point? You should just left him in the hospital. Yeah.
0: Claire and Vicky are on the phone to each other and someone tries to get into Claire's house. uh, And (gasps) Vicky's like, get out of there! So Claire grabs a knife, but of course it's that little bastard Kevin. Just struggling to open the door. And then Vicky is knocked out by Noah. Yeah. Claire, dressed like Valma from Scooby-Doo, Goes to speak to an expert on Noah's parents' death.
1: Okay. Okay, this pissed me off. We Oh, we haven't got a lot of time. But what pissed me off is that Claire asked Vicky about Ethan being yeah. a cop. And if he's got any cop friends who could help her with this whole minivan, uh, minivan thing. Uh, which is fine, but Vicky's been knocked out. So I don't know how Claire got the contact... <laughs> To get to this guy, this cop, <laughs> this for him to help her with her hunch.
0: <laughs> yeah, and when she gets there, though, it's a good thing she, she did go to see him because he is an expert on how Noah's parents died. He knows, as we see in the flashback, the flashback that costs more money than the intended budget... Um, Noah's mum, well, we think it's Noah's mum, flashed the fanny to Noah's dad and yeah. caused him to have a big scale car crash explosion.
1: Yeah, so we we get this woman lifting her skirt up in the flashback. No one knows that. No one knows yeah. that. Why, but he why does. have we got this? Why have we got this in the film? Nobody knew that. No one know that that's what happened right before they died.
0: The Sanborn Parents Deaf Expert shows Claire the wrecked minivan and she says, Is this a 2006 minivan? And he goes, Yes, that's exactly what it is. Do you know anything yeah. else? She's like, No, just goes. Yeah, he thinks she's weird. This is a
1: 2006 film. Um, <laughs> Noah calls Kevin, asks him and his dad to go over to Vicky's as he's working on her van. Mm, a little weird working on the van of someone you assaulted not too long ago. (laughs) Do you actually think she'd want you in the house? Anyway, they still go round as we find out. Uh, Noah talks some shit about bullies and being bullied to Vicky with a cat (laughs) next to him. The cat's just not just living its life. Um, Big reveal is that Vicky is tied up. Claire calls Vicky's phone and Noah plays a recording of Vicky saying... (laughs) Claire, I need to talk. Can you come over? So I don't know if he forced her to record that or not, um, but who knows. Uh, Claire arrives at Vicky's house. The light switch is uh, won't work, so she uses her phone's flashlight. Yes. Uh, whilst calling for Vicky, cat jump scare because that's what the film needed. Look, cat jumps out of nowhere. Uh, Vicky's body falls on Claire, so she's dead. Vicky's dead. And Claire runs out of the house. She calls 911, but Noah stops her. He says, when I love someone, I protect them. That's what heroes do. Yeah. Uh, Noah Noah loved his mother. I don't know why he started talking about his mother. And his dad cheated on her. Him and his whore got what they deserved. <laughs> um. So I'm a bit confused. So was that not in his the car? In the no, car? that
0: was his dad's whore. Then
1: how did his mum
0: die? Uh, she killed herself. Ah, oh, now yeah. that makes way more
1: sense.
0: Uh, he takes Claire to the barn where he's got Garrett and Kevin tied up. And Noah and Kevin says, Noah, if you hurt my mother, I swear to God. And then he says, I would never hurt your mother. I'd love your mother. <laughs> yes. And Noah wishes Kevin would see him as a mentor. He cared about him more than his cheating father. Um. Shit goes down and... Uh, he talks about how he's going to take Kevin with him, but he's he's got too much of his father in him. Claire knocks him out briefly with a metal bar, but he comes back and starts pouring petrol everywhere. Noah tells Claire to live with him or die, and sets fire to the barn. Uh, whilst Garrett manages to come in tied and attacks Noah before getting shot. Noah Claire tells Noah he can't trust her and stabs him in the eye with the epi pen. Yes, we get to see that big expensive fake head.
1: Yeah, we do. Yeah, twenty four grand head. Uh, excuse me
0: (laughs) (laughs) Noah tries shooting Garrett again but Claire gouges his eye out and makes the film an 18 in the process (laughs) Kevin attacks Noah tries to grab the gun Uh, Claire tells Noah he's no hero and drops a big piece of heavy machinery on him and they all escape get into an ambulance and live happily ever after
1: yeah, so Claire says so Garrett's been wheeled into the ambulance and Claire says, You're going home, we're going home. So clearly she's taken him back, and that's what annoys me with this the film and the ending of the film is that morally it's telling us that if Claire had just forgiven her husband from the get go, none of this would happen. And she eventually takes her husband back. Um, so it, it's kinda like she was punished for her actions. Um, but our husband kind of wasn't punished yeah. for his, because he's gonna live happily ever after with his wife and son. Uh-huh. And it's, it's just a really weird it moral, is. because the only person that dies, apart from Noah, is Vicky. Mm-hmm. And Vicky was the one who was against Claire be- getting back with her husband. Yes. And I just think, morally, it's really a weird ending. It is. It is. Um, it, re- it doesn't sit right with me. No. That that would be the ending. No. No. Um, I suppose they have to put in a happy ending, but for me, Wait, do not... they? It's a horror film. Exactly. It's like, do you have to put in a happy ending? I'd rather have just seen Garrett die. Yeah. You know, I'd rather have just seen Garrett die. Yeah. If I'm being honest.
0: But it is a film that requires at least one viewing because yeah, it's hilariously bad and
1: campy it... and silly. Yeah. And stupid, and obviously we
0: overanalyze shit on it, this it podcast. Is, but... Honestly so camp yeah. it is so so camp and it, it really is worth a laugh watch for a laugh yes at least
1: yeah if you put your silly head on you can watch it and have fun
0: so if you have seen this film let us know what you think of it and answer how many questions we've asked you throughout this episode on Facebook we're Horacle Trash over on Instagram Horacle Trash on Twitter uh, if you're listening on iTunes rate, review and subscribe like a anything else check out our YouTube and give us a subscribe Uh, We should probably give a birthday shout-out to our biggest fan, Maz. (laughs) It's her birthday tomorrow, so happy birthday to Maz. I'm Dead at gaz ninety two on Letterboxd, Gazmo205 on Instagram and GazCruise92 on Twitter.
1: I'm ChrisBarker823 on Letterboxd, Twitter and Instagram.
0: We're back next week with another Valentine's special, which we have yet to decide on yet.
1: I've yet to decide on. um, Yeah, any long-time listeners will know that usually when it's my week we don't announce it until later on.
0: But <laughs> I'm sure we'll find something just as uh, fun and trashy as this was. Oh no, I might do Gone With The Wind. Or some, oh, well, I'm sure there's a lot to say about that as <laughs> yeah. well. So we'll see you same time, same place next week. Bye.